we all need to be like counting orgasms and not calories. Like Yes. Hello, everyone. I'm Morgan, co-founder of Primal Kitchen and host of the Primal Kitchen podcast. Today, I'm super excited to be talking with co-founder and CEO of Joy Women's Wellness, Katie Whalen. Joy is an interactive online women's health community backed by hormone specialists and doctors that provide a personalized approach to women's health care. Katie had her own long journey of infertility that left her struggling with brain fog, fatigue, hormone, and weight loss issues. After she tried everything, she went on her own healing journey using peptide and hormone therapy and wanted to share this experience with women everywhere. Today, we're going to learn about all the things, sex drive, perimenopause, hormone health, weight loss, and support for women to help manage the aging process and feel better. Before we get started, a brief reminder that any and all opinions and views shared by hosts and guests on this podcast are the speaker's own and do not represent at the view of Primal Kitchen or its affiliates or parent company. Hello, Katie. Welcome to the Primal Kitchen podcast. How are you? I am super excited to be here. How are you? I'm great. I've been like really pumped about this. I feel like I'm I'm not in like the perimenopause or menopause phase of life and I'm nursing, so I'm not doing much in the like the hormone realm these days, but I'm like excited for the day when I get to just like really dig in and understand uh-huh. what's going on to women and hormones and fertility and all those things as they're aging. So fill me in. You're in, where are you right now? Uh, in in my menopause stage or in my No, no, location? no, sorry. In your location in the world. You can give me your menopause I, stage too if you want. But I'm, I'm currently in perimenopause. <laughs> oh, God. No. I, we actually just moved from Denver, Colorado to Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, nice. Which, I am loving so far. It's a really awesome community. The weather's a little bit warmer and it's like, it's pretty vibrant city. So it's fun. Yeah. People like there's, that's a big migration point for the, the, I feel like a crew moved there. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. That's great. Um, Okay. So you're in perimenopause. What does that even mean? (laughs) And then we can get into it because now I, I, that was one of the things I wanted to understand today. I know. It's so funny because I don't think people do understand it. I didn't understand it. Like I have just been in this business for like, I don't know, a year and a half. So like I am all new to this. I'm, I've been digging in deep because I find it pretty fascinating, but I think that it's, I think it's something that women should just like, there should be a course we should know about it uh, because there's some wild things that happen to us um, in our, you know, I always thought like menopause was this far off thing and you do it when you're old and I'm not going to worry about it till you get there. Um, But it, menopause is really just like a day, like all of a sudden you're in it. Like you haven't had a period for, you know, a year. That means, okay, congrats, you're in menopause now. But really like leading, the 10 years leading up to menopause, which is really like all of your 40s for most average women, is a whole stage where your hormones go wacky and you start to have all these crazy symptoms, like things that you maybe think that you're going crazy or like your anxieties through the roof. Um, probably some weight gain, like all these things. There's even like stuff like strange itching and like locked shoulders, that stuff that can happen in your 40s that like we just don't know. Like I don't think there's a memo that's like, hey, ladies, just in case you like start to get these weird symptoms, just know like you're in the stage and there's like maybe some things you can do about it, you know? Yeah. Or they're just like, oh, this is, I must just be getting old or something. They have no, there's no tie that there's any link to hormones or that there's anything they can do about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, And you, so you founded Joy Women's Wellness. Mm -hmm. And when did you found the company? Uh, It's pretty new. We, we launched uh, right about a year ago, actually, in March of last year. And I started it based, you know, based on my own health journey. I didn't know anything about, you know, 
what I know now, but um, a few years ago, like at around 41, when I was done having my babies, I kind of, I felt like I had a really important question to answer. Um, and that question was, you know, who am I now and, and what's next for me? Because the previous five to six years of my life were pretty intense. I had, you know, I know so many women go through this, but I had a really rough fertility journey. So I had four miscarriages and three egg retrievals and loads of fertility drugs. And then I finally did have two perfect babies, which I'm so thankful for. But during that time, like I really, my self-care went out the window. My sanity was definitely out the window. And instead of like dealing with heartbreak and emotional issues and slowing down and caring for myself, I went into like warrior woman mode where I was like, I am going to not stop and not focus on anything else until I, you know, have my family and have a successful family that I, that I want to build. So I did that. And then, you know, after I was done with that, I'm like, whew, thank God I'm, I'm in a good place now, but also I'm not like, who is this? You know, I had gained so much weight. I didn't feel good. Um, my brain fog was intense. Like I couldn't, I was like, there's no way I can go back into the work force. Like I can't even do a simple math equation. So I was like, is this the new me? Do I just say, okay, you know, life is, this is what life's dealt me and I'm a mom. And so this is me, or do I really put in the hard work to like get where I want to go? And, you know, when you're in your forties and have two little babies to take care of that hard work seems a lot more daunting. So I did decide to, to go that route and, and to start caring for myself again. But um, what really, really helped me um, was some therapies that I discovered along the way and got on. And they were just life changers for me. I, I knew, fortunately, I knew where to start. My husband had been through his own kind of health journey. And so I started with a, a blood draw, found out my thyroid was out of whack. My testosterone was super low. So those were my first things to address. I got on some thyroid meds. I started on testosterone. And I was really blown away by what the testosterone helped me do. Like it started helping lift my brain fog, giving me motivation. And I actually started seeing results in the gym. Like I could get stronger, lift heavier things, which, you know, was never me. I was never like a muscle, muscly gal, but like I started to, to, to see a little bit of strength and feel a little bit of strength, which was super motivating. And so, um, and then after I was able to finish breastfeeding and get on this weight loss peptide that I tried, it's pretty popular right now. Um, Again, okay, what's I, it called? What's it called? <laughs> Tell <well>, me more. <laughs> I mean, you definitely heard about it. There's lots of controversy. Um, Ozempic, uh, Ozempic, Wagovi. So we the we compound them. They're okay. the compounded name is semaglutide, trisepatide, Manjaro. So they're yeah, they're they're out there right now. You've okay. heard of them? Yeah. So you're on a compounded version of that same medicine. Yeah, and I I swear to God, it was insane how I felt like finally my body was like working for me versus working against me. And it really, it just blew my mind. And I was like, I think that at least these, these therapies need to be like more accessible and more known to women because, yeah. I, you know, it's, you're, you're just doing so much for everyone else that like, and you've done so much to your body, like your body's been through so much. It's like, you got to figure out ways to like help you get to where you want to be and feel good and have the energy to, to do all the things. So that's, that's why I started joy. So, okay. So you're kind of like democratizing this whole like hormone peptide therapy, right? That like is maybe only accessible to like people who have 
a ton of money, who can go see some specific doctor, who probably only takes cash, who then, you know, like, I'm. so how does joy work? Like, yeah, I mean, we, we're telehealth. So we started basically, you know, during COVID. So we decided to, that would be the best um, way to wrap go. We also thought it would be easier to be in telehealth, but it's not. <laughs> There's so many technology things and, uh, you know, Right, online regulations, which are way harder. But um, anyway, we we try to make it easy for people by you know being accessible, and we we don't take insurance. A lot of the therapies that we work with aren't you know aren't covered aren't by covered. insurance. Yeah, yeah, just how it is. I mean, but the access to the doctors and the treatment is more accessible, right? Totally. Yeah, totally. I mean, we only charge twenty five dollars for an initial visit, and then. Yeah. Um, we I mean, make. if I were to go see a doctor who was going to like look into all this alternative stuff in LA, it would probably be like $2,500 for yeah. an intake visit of one right. hour. And then they start treating you and then you have to buy all the medications. Yeah. And- Just to put things into perspective for people, I'm sure that's something you hear quite often. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's not accessible. So yes, no. for sure. <laughs> we kind of, um, yeah, we try to we try to make it as as inexpensive as as we can for that reason. But so people then they get an initial consult. Do they do testing at home? Like how do they figure out where they're at? Yeah, we have a couple of cool ways to do lab testing, which I'm a big believer in. So we are partnered with you know different labs across the nation, so we can send you in to like a lab core or Quest to get a blood draw. But we also have this cool partnership with um, a company called Get Labs, where we can send a phlebotomist to your home or your office. Um, so that's pretty cool too. And then we're working on some at-home tests. At-home tests are awesome. They they can't test for as many things, like it's a finger prick. Um, but it's a cool tool if you're you know. Um, it's convenient and there are some cool things it can still test for. So we kind of have the, all three options there. I love it. And what kind of testing are you guys doing? Like what's the baseline? Does everybody get kind of go through the same like program of testing or is it dependent on? Well, it on... really depends on what you, what you're into. So like if, if you're just trying to try a peptide, you actually don't need to do lab testing. Um, is Ozempic, is that a peptide? Or no, it is. A, it is. It is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I didn't realize that. I hear, I hear all about these peptides, but quite honestly, like I don't even understand. This is like a new. This is a new thing. These peptides. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. They have been around for a while. Like um, insulin is a, a type of peptide. Okay. Actually. I didn't know that. Um, so they have been around for a while, but I think that they're having a moment. I think that yeah. they're newer. I think that people don't understand what they are for sure. I mean, obviously, like vital proteins brought in the collagen peptides that you put yep. in your shake, right? So that's been around for a little while, but these are what we do, peptide therapy. They're all prescription-based um, under medical supervision and, you know, a little, it's a little different, a little stronger. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. So you go, come in, you do your blood work because you guys are testing like hormones. What else are you testing? What are you yeah, looking for? Tons of things. Like our, our entry point uh, lab is something like 47 markers, I think. So we test you know, your, all your blood, CMB, your CMPs, CBCs, and then we do like liver function, kidney function, uh, vitamins, thyroid nutrients, panel, thyroid, all your hormones, uh, inflammation markers. So all, all tons of things. Cool. And then you guys go from there. And how many doctors do you have in your, how many doctors are there in Joy? Well, we've got three nurse practitioners who do a okay. lot of the everyday day-to-day thing. We actually have um, also two 
um, medical advisors that kind of help us set protocols, help with training. Um, one of them is, uh, I, I listened to her podcast with you. I know you like her, Dr. Amy Killen. Oh yeah. I yeah. Love her. She's yeah, one yeah. of our okay. joy, Advi- joy and blokes advisors. And uh, yeah. yeah, I love her too. So yeah. Um, excited to have her with us. She's and the then, best. She's the one who like, now I'm like, she would basically convince me like, we all need to be like counting orgasms and not calories. Like, yes, that's what I was my takeaway from my podcast was her was like, okay, I really need to like up my game here because there's all these like scientifically proven health benefits of 100 orgasms a year. And like, I'm over here just trying to lose five pounds, but I should really be like moving. The goalpost is moved. Like I need to be aiming for something else. So anyway, yes. For, I, for, I, for those listening, you have to go listen to the podcast with Dr. Amy Killen. She's yeah, great. Anyway, it's a on. good one. But I'm glad yeah. you brought that up because actually this is, you know, this is February. It's Valentine's Day month and we're going to do a bunch of content around um, around that study, which shows, you know, try to have, you know, a hundred orgasms a year, which sounds like a lot. It's it's like two a week. So it's, yeah. it's, it's doable. Once every three days, this is doable. Totally. It's doable. Yeah. yeah. But some people have to work at it. You know? Yeah. I mean, we all have to work at it, especially <laughs> if you have kids. Let's be honest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway. Okay. Yeah. Back to it. So one of your medical advisors is Dr. Killen and then uh-huh. And then we have another one, Dr. Melissa Lowski. She's in, been in practice 15 years in, in uh, Omaha, Nebraska area. So yeah. And then we just started this coaching program, which we're um, building out as well. So there's more of like a hand-holding uh, lifestyle approach with these things too. We kind of saw that people needed that. So um, so you're certifying coaches who can be like joy coaches. Is that right? Yeah. Who can really kind of be there since these are newer things that people don't understand. I think people need a lot more, you know, hand-holding attention. Um, they can try out new things that they've never heard of. So it's a little bit more in depth than like a provider has to, you know, be with you on a call for, you know, half an hour. So this adding the coaches in, I think kind of helps bridge that gap. Cool. So cool. And do you have like a medical background or a technology background or? None of it. No. None of it. Okay. (laughs) No, I I have a little bit of a finance background. I sold institutional fixed income for a while on Wall Street. But um, no, my husband actually is the medical background guy. He um, has always been in healthcare. He, we had four regenerative medicine clinics um, that were shut down during COVID. Uh, So my husband actually started the a men's side first. Oh, cool. When okay. when I was going through my fertility journey and trying to have a family and that's all I was focused on, he his testosterone had tanked and yeah. he had no sex. I mean, he wouldn't I could wait six weeks and he still had no interest in having, you know, sex. Yeah. And that, that was awful on our marriage. And so he kind of went through his journey first and then saw the opportunity as the healthcare care entrepreneur. So Okay, I have to ask, what's a regenerative medicine clinic stem cells okay cool yeah just like throw that out so casually just like stem cells (laughs) just this like groundbreaking medical stuff that's going on no big deal yeah well Um, like amy is actually dr killen yeah she does a lot of stem cell stuff yeah Yeah. yeah. super cool so you guys aren't doing that anymore and now here you have joined what's the men's version called it's it's blokes uh blokes i love it like the cheeky australian word yeah yeah, and for those listening, it's Joy J O I. So if you guys are going to go check it out and get on your peptides and your hormones, then <laughs> Google Joy J O I. Um, okay, so <clears throat> by the way, I had the fertility journey too. It was so interesting. I, I we had to use an IUI to get pregnant and a little bit of Clomid. I didn't have to do IVF. I was thankful, but um, they couldn't like figure out what was wrong. We had no sperm issues. Like I remember freaking out that 
they, I had to wait like three hours for them to do the IUI insertion. And I was like, the sp- sperm count is going to, like the sperm are dying. Like, you know, come on, like get me in there. Let's get this going. And then they were like, okay, relax. Like, let's go look. And then they were like, we just need 9 million. This is what's crazy. They're like, we need 9 million sperm like for, an in- to be like, oh, this is a good amount. And then they're like, let's look and see where your husband's at. Okay. 87 million sperm from this one draw. And I'm like, you have to be kidding me. Like, here I am. I have to go through all this, like, you know, do Clomid. It gives me a terrible migraine. Like, go on all this monitoring. And then, like, the fertility journey for men is, like, here's a room with pornography. If you could just have an (laughs) orgasm, um, that would be great. And we'll see you in 20 minutes. And women are just left, like... (laughs) It's it's awful. You know, it's awful. (laughs) Um, Yeah. 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 Poor men. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, I know. Mm. But okay, this is so interesting. All right. So when do you like feel like women should start? Like when's an appropriate time to start like looking at this kind of stuff? Is it symptom based or is it age based? It's both. I mean, for sure, it can be different for everyone too. But I mean, I think just starting with like understanding what these stages are is very important. So that like when when a symptom does come up, you can, instead of just ignoring it or saying, oh, I'm getting older. Or, oh, I'm a mom now. So I have mom brain. You can kind of understand like, oh, wait, something's going on. Pay attention. Um, I think you can get a, a base lab anytime, you know, mm-hmm. 35, 40, whatever, just to kind of maybe even when you feel good, just so you can go like, this is where I feel really good. And what what do my levels look like? Because it's, it's just kind of more interesting. It's not necessary. But um, yeah, I think once you start really feeling some change, um, that's that's when you really need to start paying attention. I think in in your 40s, that will happen a lot. And I think so many women in their 40s, like, don't know what's going on. And they start to get these, like, anxiety mood issues. And, like, they get um, antidepressants thrown at them so fast. Oh, yeah. And I think that... I think that we should slow down on that a little bit. And, that is you know. an interesting theory. Yeah. It's like, here's yeah. the Xanax. Right. Right. Your anxiety. Which is Just really, take this whenever. Yeah. It's pretty bad for you. And so like a lot of times progest- your progesterone is low and that uh, just a, like a bioidentical progesterone at night can help you sleep and it can help you with your mood and even you out. And that's all you need. Yeah. That's crazy. That is such a, yeah. I do see that. I feel like with my friends, I'm a, I'm 30. I'll be 39 in April. But I feel like that is like a, it's just a big, like depression and anxiety is like a big, yeah. a big symptom. Anxiety, especially. I noticed that even in my 30s, I was like, every yeah. friend of mine has anxiety. Like everyone. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Me and too. I'm a there's big, a hormonal big, component. It's huge. I'm a big anxiety person, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So am I. And I think it's yeah. like experience and age too, right? Like some bad things happen to you, but, but, your hormones are a huge, uh, you know, right away in our, in perimenopause, the progesterone goes down and that's, that's the direct symptoms there. So I know I, when I, I just started it, I don't know, eight months ago, I think. And I noticed right away, like a feeling where I could like fall asleep and feel calmer. And it was like, thank God, like that's all it took. Yeah. (laughs) It was, it was nice. So a breastfeeding mom, can I do anything? Or do I have to uh, wait until I'm not breastfeeding? Not a lot. No, just wait. <laughs> wait until I'm done with this phase of life. Yeah, yeah. Can, so, you, stay on Oze- it. <laughs> Can you stay on Ozempic when you're pregnant? Um, the, you know what? They're, in general, no. You, you, know, you know this. You can't do much when you're pregnant. But um, we, it's kind of provider specific. So one okay. of, Dr. Lowski, who treats a lot of women in Omaha, you know, 
she uses um, semaglutide and, and trisepatide for a lot of gals that have PCOS because mm-hmm. what the, what it does is helps with insulin sensitivity. Um, so her gals that are on it, um, can, it can, you know, help with that and then help them get pregnant. And so she kind of keeps them on a low, a low dose, depending on the person, you know, I think on the Ozempic brand, they, they say to stop a couple weeks before you try to get pregnant. Yeah. I mean, everything. So yeah, yeah. everything. No, you can't do. no testing on those pregnant women. So no, yeah. I mean, I get it. I, it's frustrating I it. though, but uh, I remember trying to get a, uh, vitamin B12 shot in a, in an IV bar when I was pregnant and they're like, no, can't do that. I'm like, it's a vitamin, but yeah, you can't do yeah. anything. Yeah. So I'm curious, like for you, what does your, what does your prescription look like right now? Just so people have an understanding of like, what is the yeah. treatments? Yeah. Well, I'm, I do the, if you don't mind sharing, sorry. <laughs> Not at all. We, we launched with like, I'm in perimenopause. So I feel like we can go there. <laughs> I'm an overshare. Yeah. Uh, I, I do the progesterone capsule at night. Uh, and then I'm on testosterone, which I love. Um, is that a shot, a cream? What is it? I do a testosterone shot. Okay. Uh, so and you we, do it yourself at home every day or what's the... It's twice a week. We okay. Do, yeah. You, I do it myself in your stomach sub-Q. It's the tiniest little needle. I will also sometimes um, have my husband do it in my my butt <laughs> Yeah. Um, also. Um, so that's a good... If you have a partner that's willing to do that, that's easy. But it does... It's, it's pretty painless. And... Um, so those two are my hormones. And then I take a BPC capsule and that's for gut health and inflammation. Um, and then I do a growth hormone releasing trochee, which dissolves on my tongue. That one is awesome because what it does is it it's not growth hormone that you're putting in your body. It's growth hormone releasing peptide. So it helps your, it tells your body to release more of its own growth hormone. Okay. And your growth hormone is at your highest when like we're around middle school age. So if you think of all the things around that, it's like you get deeper sleep, you have um, better skin, you're, because it, it helps with your body producing collagen. Um, it helps you uh, have, be, you know, build more muscle tone, re, you know, get rid of that fat, have more energy. So that one I take five days on and then I take two days off. Okay. Um, so that's just kind of general vitality. And what else do I do? I do do. I am on a microdose now of the trisepatide because I I still like the way like I hit my weight loss goal, but I still like the way it it helps me feel. Um, it helps my body kind of like with the insulin sensitivity and like use my food for fuel. And I keep saying Ozempic because everyone just yeah. knows it, but is that yeah. the equivalent of the Ozempic? You're yeah. Saying, okay, so that's well, like the peptide or not really? It, it is. It's a class. They're all like GL, what they call GLP one medications. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a version of that. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So you're micro dosing it. Yeah. I'm doing Which a Dr. Killen talks about, she talks about like, there might be benefits from this besides, you know, cause uh, the full dose can make some people nauseous, right? There's can be, is that the, the, se- the semaglutide for sure makes a lot of people nauseous. Okay. Trisepatide is a newer one that we're okay. seeing not very much nausea in at all, which is really nice. Um, so yeah, it just depends kind of on the individual, but um, in some in some people for sure there's nausea on some of them. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean there's they're also studying it for uh, prevention of Alzheimer's too because so much, so many disease states have to do with like insulin sensitivity and how your body uses its food or doesn't yeah. use its food. So there's a lot of interesting possible like benefits that we're 
we're looking into or they're looking and into. And longevity, longevity as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and some cancer prevention. Like there's all sorts of positive stuff. A s- swirling, perhaps. A swirling. Um, yes. Yeah. 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 That, that much smarter people are looking into. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so okay. to, to be determined on that. But for me, I know I, I feel good on it and it really gives me like a freedom from like wanting to eat the whole bag of chips or, you know, bad things. I make better choices with my food, which is like very easily, which is really nice. You know, I'll have like two fries and I'm like, I'm good. I don't want that. It's, it's a really nice freedom. That's crazy. Yeah. So it does like something to your hunger or what is it? Yeah. I mean, it pings receptors in your brains that, that in your brain that like makes you, your cravings different. Um, yeah. It's just not as, yeah, it is amazing. (laughs) I love it. Okay. So is that the last of your protocol then? And uh, is that one a shot too, or what's that one? That's a once weekly shot. Once yeah. Weekly so shot. there's okay. all different, yeah. There's all different types of ways you can take peptides. My husband does a C-Max nasal spray, which is pretty popular that helps with like brain fog and cognition and clarity. And okay. the other thing I do is NAD. It's not a peptide, but yeah. uh, I do like NAD a lot for for energy and kind of vita- overall vitality. A lot of people do that in like IV bars. Yeah. But we do we do an injection of that. I do that once weekly as well. So you're just like you're just like shots all the time <laughs> over there at home. Uh I guess I guess a few of them are shots, yeah. But yeah. I got, got some capsules and some okay. trochies. Yeah. I got a cream. What's, There's a what's face a cream. Ooh, trochee. I want to hear about the face cream, but what oh is a trochee? The trochee dissolves in your tongue. Oh, oh yeah okay see yeah. i'm down for that that's <laughs> yes. like that's easy yeah, i'm down for the easy. shots too i, I would yeah. actually prefer maybe a shot once a week than taking a pill every day but that's just me so i'm yeah anyway. it's not okay, bad so, you gotta mix it up all right now the face cream what's with the face cream the face cream honestly so i've had i've had multiple women reach out to me and unsolicited and be like my my time in between botox is like extended by three months like it it just it's called ghk copper peptide Okay. And it's just a cream you put on your, I put it on my face, my neck, um, and you, but you could really put it anywhere. It's really regenerative. So it can help with, you know, people who've had surgery, different like wound healing or um, anything like that. But it's just, it really makes me feel like firmer, less pores and just helps with wrinkles. So it's, okay. it's pretty cool. Yeah. And we can get that also joy like through yeah. joy yeah we okay. do that mm-hmm. god you guys do all the good women's <laughs> i think stuff. i think that's one you can do breastfeeding the face cream <laughs> <laughs> okay here we go all right i'm on it cool um and then how often are you getting blood work done on joy like every year I, every quarter i if you're on hormones we suggest that you do it every every quarter just to check okay. in make sure you're you're good and your doses are good um i think that's when it's important to make sure you're pretty religious about it. But if you're not on hormones, I, you know, I personally think yearly is great. Great. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I feel like I'm just rapid fire questionings at you, but <clears throat> you talked about compounding your medication. So tell us a little bit of what, what that is and why that matters. Uh, yeah, I mean, we use, we work with several different compounding pharmacies in the USA and they, I mean, they're just pharmacies that actually make, you know, get the raw ingredients and make um, different formulations. I don't think, I don't think they're widely known, but I mean, they're heavily regulated. They're heavily regulated by the state pharmacy license boards. They get all their ingredients from, um, you know, FDA regulated facilities. So 
um, it really just allows you to not have to do the brand names of, of things um, as much and kind of, you know, be a little bit more, maybe a little bit more creative in your formulations. Yeah. And also I feel like on some of the hormone stuff, there's like some additives. If you were to just go like off, like, you know, just go buy a brand name, but then can't you guys compound without some of these, like, I don't know, filler ingredients or secondary ingredients that aren't active that are just kind of not great. Yeah. I think, I think, um, you know, I'm not super informed on all the total differences, but I do think like, you know, there's different, like you can have less shelf life if you're not, you know, a brand and putting in, but yeah. So <clears throat> little cleaner, sure. they can be compounded a little cleaner than if they were, um, I don't know. That's just, but maybe I'm making this up. So you, you would know, but, but anyway, that's, a, that's um, a really good question. I might need to look into that. I mean, I know certain brands do have, do have things, um, like peanut oil or something yeah. in, in their, in their products. And we can, we can specify, you know, no peanut oil, it put it in that. MCT oil or something like that, grapeseed oil. So you can definitely like make sure it's a healthier ingredient or it's something that your patient's not allergic to. Yeah. Um, okay. It's another question. So you're like, what's, what does it cost on average per month for medications? Mm -hmm. once, I mean, and this is probably a wide range. I would imagine people are on all sorts of different protocols, but what would your guesstimate be for someone yeah. who like, is curious about this and wants to get into it? So for female hormone stuff, we, it's usually between 149 and 199 a month, depending on which, you know, for female hormones, we're talking about progesterone, estrogen, and testosterone. So there's a combination. You could be on one or you could be on all three. Um, but we include in our monthly pricing all the follow-ups and all the follow-up lab lab visits. So that's kind okay. of like we we bundle it that way. But for peptides, there's it's it ranges, but um I would say between probably around a hundred bucks for like the lower, the cheaper things, and then the GLP ones, the weight loss are more expensive. And those run those run about three three hundred to 400 a month, depending on how much you're dosing. Yeah. So those Can are more we, expensive. Interesting. I mean, look, I think you can't really put a price on feeling good and feeling younger and all that. So I'm, I'm clearly all for it, but let's talk a bit about this. This is like interesting. I, I've been thinking about this lately a lot. I have a friend who has struggled with weight loss, like for decades, you know, and she just like could never No, I mean, she could eat like nothing and her weight wouldn't budge. And finally, like a family friend re referred her to an endocrinologist. Turns out she's got like thyroid stuff going on and they think there's like, you know, they, she ended up on Ozempic, right? And she's like, she looks great. She feels great. She's like, but she's like almost a little bit like ashamed. She's like, I mean, God, I feel like I'm cheating, but I'm on. And I'm like, listen, you know, life is short, right? Like, <laughs> and if you've been stressing about losing 20 pounds for 10 years, and no matter what you do, you can't budge the weight. And there's a medication that doesn't have negative side effects. Like, I don't know why, why as women do we have to feel guilty about wanting to feel good. So like, interesting. It It is, it does feel like you're cheating a little bit because we've been like taught. Everyone's like, it's gotta be, you gotta exercise harder and eat less. Like what's wrong with you if you can't exercise harder and eat less and lose weight. But like, there's so much more to it. It's there's so yeah. much more. And that, that bothers me when I see people say that, well, just, you know, just eat right. Because especially because I feel like I've seen so many people like your friend that like do eat right and do try and do like, you know, kill themselves to, to be perfect. And that still, 
doesn't work, which is like, that tells you like your body's not working for you like it should, yeah. like there's other issues. And we, if you also like look at what we do to our bodies, like, oh my God, I look at, you know, what the food I was eating when I was younger. And then you go to college and you binge drink and smoke cigarettes. And I remember going on slim fast diets, you know, I mean, it's just like the crap that you put into your body. And then I got on the pill for 15 years or whatever. And that does crazy things to your, to you. And then I took fertility drugs and, you know, it's just like all the stuff that we do to ourselves. Like it's, there's, it's not a surprise that sometimes our body's just like, look, I'm, I'm done. Like I'm not processing that. Like I should, like I need something else, you know? So I don't, I, I think that this is, you know, you can say all the negative things that you want, but for people who, who really have tried everything and are healthy, like this is a really, it's a game changer. And it's an it's it's exciting. I'm excited for people that that can use it and need it, and you know to see what it does in the future. And when you're when you're on this kind of protocol, what's you stay on it, right? I mean, this isn't something you what, you you definitely can get off. Your your hunger will come back at some point. You know, um, a few weeks after you're done. Um, but you know the thought is that of course you've like gotten there and fixed some things. Like when I, I was on thyroid medication and then I was able to get off that because my thyroid started like working properly. Right. (laughs) So, so you just kind of like, hopefully like the weight loss will help your body start working better and you're, you know, motivated to make better health, you know, decisions. And then you keep from there, you know, keep putting in the the day-to-day work. Cause you, you can't skip that. Like that comes along with it too. But, um, yeah. I mean, I don't think they generally recommend that everyone might that microdose at that point. Like that's just kind of like speculative, speculative right now. Um, but so yeah, you're definitely supposed to get off at some point. You are, you're not supposed to stay on like even with hormones, like what's the end game with hormones? Well, yeah. I mean, with hormones, I actually, this is, this is the reason I was attracted to Dr. Killen on her Instagram. She has this great, uh, reel where she was jumping into a pool um, with her, all her clothes on. And she she said, when do you need to get off hormones? And she jumped in the pool and said, when you're ready to, you know, when you want to start feeling old or aging or something like that. It was really, it was really a video that hit me. Um, I, again, you can get off when you want and you'll probably start feeling crappy. Well, that's again. what I mean. Because people <laughs> will be like, oh, but those drugs, like you have to stay on them for life. It's like, well, yeah. And if you're diabetic, you have to stay on insulin for life. Like, and, or yeah. if you're on a statin, you're kind of on a statin for life. Like, so to me, that's not even like a negative, I guess. If there's positive benefits of it and there's not some like long-term negative health consequence, like, yes, you might be on these yeah, through your aging process. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully it's a long one, but <laughs> it is what it is, you know? And I don't think that's something that should be like a turnoff really either, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I, I agree because you're right. There's lots of other things. Like I'll, I'll probably take a vitamin D supplement for most of my life just because I tend to not get enough yeah. vitamin D from the sun. So, um, yeah. I'm not upset about that or I don't think it's bad. I also think when you're talking about hormones and estrogen in particular for women, like it's so protective of us for when we're aging. It helps reduce your risk of heart disease. It helps reduce your risk of um, osteoporosis because it, you know, it gives your bones that, that flexibility uh, and that strength. And, you know, it helps with diseases like Alzheimer's. So it's so protective for us to live better, longer lives. Yeah. And um, talk to me about sex drive after going on this type of a protocol. 
Yeah. I mean, so the funny thing is I, um, my husband went through it first where he had no sex drive and it really drove me crazy. And I thought, oh, it's me. It's because I gained weight and all the things. Um, we figured out his, his was his low testosterone, started getting that fix. And it's a process, you know, when you get on hormones, it's, yeah. you'll start feeling good things right away, but you got to like work on your dose and it can take a little while. So he started off on creams, I think, which ended up not working for him. But finally he was, um, he was getting there. And then that was the time when I had my second son. And all of a sudden after my second son I, or my second child, I was like, I don't have any drive now. And like, I felt a little bit bad that I was so hard on him before because I'm like, I get it. Like, I just don't care anymore. Um, so yeah, the testosterone helps. But then also when I added in the progesterone that helped, I mean, I think hormones are just such a balance. Like you don't, yeah. you need a little bit of everything and not, not too much of them. So um, they definitely helped me with that. It's awesome. Yeah. So I can hit that hundred year. Yeah. Your hundred or hundred a, a year. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I love it. I was like, Adam, I'm going to start tracking this. And then I like fell off the bandwagon after like one month, but I'm, I've got like a seven month at home, at, seven month old at home. I'm yeah. like, I'm about to You're come not. out. I feel like I'm coming out every month, but <clears throat> yeah. Are you sleeping? I mean, it's interesting. He was like a good sleeper at the beginning. And then we, he has two, you know, older brothers that are like preschool age ish. So we've just been like, you know, I'm like, I had a baby and then I had RSV and then I had the flu and then I had a cold and then I had another cold. So yeah, the germs, yeah, the germs are awful. Then you get like the baby with the cold and then they don't really sleep. So it's, that's a whole nother, whole nother ongoing journey. Um, very cool. Okay. I have some like rapid fire questions for you. Aside from the things we talked about today, is there anything you're like most excited about in health and wellness that you're kind of like watching that you think is cool happening or, uh, uh, you know, I think, I think what's cool is this, this movement to, to be more preventative instead of like the sick care model, throwing pills at things. I think, I think that movement to, to, feel better and take control of your own health journey versus just kind of putting all your faith into a, one doctor is is here and I'm pretty excited about that. I love it. Um what is your how, how has your diet changed since you've incorporated all of this? Uh I you know I I I feel like I make pretty good decisions in in terms of what I'm eating and, and I definitely have my moments um or my nights of pizza and what whatnot but I I'm really trying to get in a lot of protein every day, which is not always easy and, you know, eat a lot of healthy fats. And, and so that's kind of what I focus on more. I love it. Um, what is the worst thing you've ever done for your health? Uh, uh, do you, do you remember, uh, Olean? Was that what it was called? Uh, when I was in college, they came out with this like fat free chip, they put olein in. Oh, I think that's what it was called. Something like that. Some horrible chemical where they they took out fat in products and put in this thing, this chemical, and it made it was really bad for your like intestines and your gut. So I used to eat. I used. To, I love t- chips. I'm a salty person. I ate yeah. way too many bags of chips and I suffered for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I kind of remember that. They probably pulled it from the market. It was causing. Like- they did. Yeah. It wasn't on there very long, which is no. scary. <clears throat> yeah, that is scary. <laughs> I wonder about that with like this. Do you think that could ever be the case with any like Ozempic type product or no? Like, do you feel like the safety has been proven? I mean, it's been it's been studying for a few years now. So yeah. 
there certainly could be some more things. Yeah, I think there always could be. I mean, I feel like what the FDA had like aspartame on as like safe not that long ago. There's a yeah. bunch of things that, yeah, it, it comes around. So yeah, there's yeah. always that possibility. Yeah, interesting. Um, <clears throat> okay, my last question, I ask everybody this, but what's something most people don't know about you? Oh, um, I mean, we've kind of been through it all. We've like, we know about your sex life, your perimenopause, your hormone journey, your infertility. What else do you want to know? What, I mean. <laughs> uh, you know, I will say about 20 years ago, I had my 15 year, 15 minutes of fame. I did TBS movie and a makeover. I was on that show. I doubt that that show is still around, but it was a lot of fun. Stop it. Wait, what's movie and a makeover? TBS movie and a makeover. I they did a movie and then in, like, they did like in between the commercials, they'd like, have someone's story and like say, oh, she looks like crap now. And then like, Stop so it. I had like, you know, a stylist and like makeup and like I did it before and after. It was really fun. Uh, oh my God, that is great. Yeah. I love it. My friend I was love the it. producer on that. So thank you, Brian, for that. For that. Was so fun. Brian's like, hey, Katie, you're looking like kind of, <laughs> yeah. you know, beat down these days. Can we get you on a movie to make over? Yeah. <laughs> commercial break. I love it. That's Pretty great. Much. Um, awesome. Well, tell all our listeners where they can find more information about Joy. And thank you so much for coming. It was great to chat with you. Yeah, this was so fun. Uh, I would love you to join us on IG. That's where I hang out most of the time. And we are at Joy Women's Wellness, and that's J-O-I. And then our website, if you want to check out some more products or have a consult, is choosejoy.co. Fabulous. Thanks, Katie. Thank you, Morgan. <laughs>